Blog Talk Radio. education and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari and I can't believe it's been a year. (laughs) I am so glad to be back. So much has been happening. We've had so much going on. I know out in the world and also here in the in in the Mari world and the AHA Moments world and the 5D Academy world. And I wanted to come on and give you some really special news, some fun news. Um, we are back. I have a new book coming out, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, this podcast is coming back in a really big way. We're going to be uh, on, distributed on all sorts of um, platforms, so you'll be able to listen in uh, anywhere that you get your favorite podcast. So that's coming up. And also, we have some amazing new programs in the 5D Academy. And I just wanted to come in and say hi and sort of give you a heads up to pay attention um, to your inbox and make sure you're on our list. If you aren't already, just send an an email to support at ahamomentsinc.com and we can get you on there. Um, We're setting up all kinds of new things. So I just wanted to come and give you a little bit of a say hi, first of all. Uh, We're going through a lot of energy changes, so I figured I'd give you a good energy update, get you, you know, getting things dusted off and back in the saddle and um, getting through this this kind of weird frequencies that we're having here. There's a lot going on, right? I mean, I know the last time we talked, it was the tail end of the COVID thing, and now we've got all sorts of other things going on. And I'm not going to go into, you know, the world view because there's other stuff to talk about, but I want to go into your view. How are you going to go through this next sort of season? We call it eclipse season. We have a Mercury in retrograde uh, that's starting today. (laughs) Um, So if you're listening to this as a replay, it's um, from April 21st to, what did I say, May 14th is where we have uh, Mercury in retrograde. So no need to panic. Um, There's all sorts of things, especially when you're connected to your 5D frequency that you can do to mitigate the traditional things that people get concerned about with Mercury and retrogrades. We're going to talk about that. Um, we had a solar eclipse today, so that's done. Um, and that can have caused a little bit of upheaval, but we also have a lunar eclipse coming up on May 5th. So I wanted to get into a little bit of that. And of course, today um, we had our new moon, which thank God, because that softens everything. So uh, lots to talk about, lots to catch up on. I'd really love to um, hear from you guys if you want to send us an email and just say, hey, I'd like to hear more about this topic or that topic as I'm developing all of our show notes and I have a new producer um, and Sam, my old producer, is going to be helping out as well and um, just really, really fun things that are happening over here. So I wanted to get you up to 
speed and up to date. And I just also want to say, when I look at, you know, when I came into the studio and I'm looking at all of our, you know, the back end of our studio, I, I see so many of you are still listening to the show, even though I haven't had new stuff out on the air and we're trending and, you know, various things. And I'm like, wow, I cannot believe, you know, it was, I've had this show for, I guess, eight, eight years or so. And um, I, my mom had passed away in 2018 and I sort of took a step back and I kept taking a step back and a step back and a step back and I just took a break. And, um, you know, life changes and, and rhythms change. And, um, and then I always feel like when you go through something like that and maybe you've gone through, you know, big upheavals, dark under the soul, you know, they call it all kinds of things, but, you know, major transformations, transition, you know, how do you, you know, sort of create your own um, uh, kind of comeback plan. Like how do you manage through those types of transformations? And what I found is that I always allow the things that really mean something to call me back. Right? So even though, yes, I could have pushed and forced and, you know, shoved the energy around, as you get more frequency fluent, and you're going to hear me using those words all the time, 5D frequency fluent, but frequency fluent in particular. And when you're frequency fluent, then you start to work in communion with the energy and in communion with your 3D self as well. Your 5D frequency being your energetic abilities, your 3D 3D-ness being your embodied self, your physical senses and physical, um, you know, emotions and desires and thoughts in your mental mind. And then your 5D is your higher self, the rest of you that's outside of the body, helping the part of you that's in the body kind of navigate the world. And when it's time, you know. I remember the last um, show I did last year was, is it a passion or a, a, a calling? And you might want to go back in the archives while you're waiting for the new episodes to start coming in um, and take a listen to that because it was a really powerful topic. I got a lot of feedback on that. And then I went on to do programs in the academy and really sort of focused in on the teaching part and sort of took a step back from, you know, all the kind of the outer stuff. I just went into the academy and kind of went into our little chamber with my with my clients and my students in the academy and really dug deep. I taught probably over 100 classes since this, way more than that actually at this point, um, since this time last year. And so we just, and they're all channeled, they're all freshly channeled. Um, and so there's just so much that's come up and so much that has come out because they're freshly channeled, you know. So we're really communing with the, with the you know, the 5D frequency, with the higher selves of everybody in class and my higher self, and it's kind of this whole wonderful communion. And so... I always listen to frequency first, and I started to get these rumblings of new book, new book, new book, new book, and I started to write this book. Well, the book started to write itself, and I just sort of <laughs> actually subscribed. And so um, that started to come up, and it's called the 5D Toolkit, and it's really a robust um, kind of manual, operating manual for how to get your 5D frequency as fluent as your 3D abilities are. How do you get your 5D energetic abilities as fluent as your 3D abilities? And one of the big pieces of that is the understanding and then mastering the energetic communication system. That's the first step is learning how to actually have a two-way 
conversational relationship with your own higher self. And when you can do that, everything changes because now you don't need an outside person to narrate your world or tell you what to do. You don't need a psychic to predict or, you know, mediums to tell, bring all your ancestors back to tell you what to do in little snippets and snappets and worry about, you know, seeing 444 or, you know, 1111 and wondering what it all means, you know, which is, those are things, but they're, they're linked to big things that most people have no idea. So you kind of get stuck at the, well, what do the numbers mean? Okay, it seems like a coincidence, you know, something that's sort of trite and something certainly that's not predictable or reliable. So then you go back to your mental mind, which is really not equipped to do all the work that we do here on Earth. It's not, it was not meant to, your mental mind, your intellect, your analytical abilities were not meant to carry the whole load. They were meant to carry 20%, and your 5D fluency, your 5D frequency, your energetic abilities were meant to do 80% of the load. You'll hear me say this over and over again. And in this book, that's what it's really devoted to. It's a primer on how to, on what 5D frequency is, what is the 5D dashboard that you were born with, it does not require special psychic gifts and all that kind of stuff that people try to sensationalize. This is, what are your energetic senses, and then how do you go about getting those first truly contextual messages, long-form messages, the kind of messages that you record in your voice recorder on your phone, that you write down pages of content from your higher self in your notebook that is contextually designed for you, from you to you, from the, from the frequency-based version of you to the embodied version of you. And it's a wonderful, wonderful book. It's been channeling now for, for a little bit. I guess about, I would say probably about a year, but off and on because I go, you know, I get into it and then I, I teach a bunch and it's kind of, you know, things can more downloads, more configures, and it's about to kind of birth itself. I'm at the final editing stage and getting like the cover done and, and all of that. And I said, all right, now it's time. Now it's time. And yes, on the 3D side, your mental mind could say it's time. But this show has been calling me back. And I didn't know, you know, am I supposed to start a brand new thing and just like scrap the eight years of the other stuff? And I just got, no, no, no. So what we're going to do is we're going to um, probably be moving to a new platform. Uh, you'll, you'll get more about that later because they'll syndicate us out to all these different um, platforms. We'll still have a library here on Blog Talk, so if this is your favorite, you'll still, um, you know, see our episodes. But we'll be on, like, Spotify and um, you know, some of the other big ones, of course, we're on iTunes already, so if you're listening on iTunes, we're, we're there, have a few hundred episodes there. And, you know, but the ones that, you know, everybody is kind of on, we will be there too, which is, is very exciting. So you'll have access to that. And then, um, of course, the book will come out, and I'll be, you know, talking more about that. We also have social media channels coming up. Um, we have a Facebook group, which is there now, High Frequency Living with Mari. If you go on Facebook, High Frequency Living with Mari. So I'll be doing some lives and, and things and getting that all gussied up and spiffied up. And we'll be on Instagram and, and what have you. So I'm like working. I'm in the trenches. But I wanted to just come and say hi, give you a good energy update, get you moving and grooving again and um, just give you a heads up of what we have to look forward to. It's really exciting. And it's divinely led. So <laughs> they say, get on the podcast now. Here I am. So um, let's talk about 
what's going on energetically, right, in the in energy update. So we had, today we had, um, well, we have the, had the solar eclipse, which is actually softer, especially if you're a fire sign. Um, and I happen to be a Leo, and most of you know that. For <laughs> those of you know me, because I just kind of say that a fair amount, I guess. And so the solar eclipses are usually pretty good, pretty okay. Um, lots of fresh starts, new beginnings. Hey, here I am with, you know, announcing new stuff coming up. Um, and then, you know, and it, depending on your sign and, and all that kind of stuff will kind of depend. That's how, you know, these things are kind of like they sort of hit for a variety of different reasons. Your system for a variety of different reasons will you'll have different reactions than, you know, other people because of your own frequency signatures. But the solar eclipse is generally the softer one, fresh starts, new beginnings. When a lunar eclipse, I always think of it as like the lunar is the night eclipse, it's the moon. So it's a cutting away. So there's a lot of times um, where something will drop away, relationships, you know, situations. Um, now, it, it sounds scary on paper. It can be kind of rocky. I call it spicy energy. Um, so what I do is I just basically avoid people on the lunar eclipse. I don't, so don't go out and sit underneath the moon. If you're energetically sensitive, don't do that. Because what happens is your body gets re is really hyperactivated anyway, you know, because you're frequency sensitive. And then the eclipses, they just walk everything out of whack. I've seen some very highly energetically sensitive people get into a lot of, you know, extra drama and money's going away and jobs are falling apart. All kinds of things are falling apart because they just, it's just too intense. And now, nobody is punishing you, and there's no, like, bad lessons that anybody's trying to teach you. What happens is when you've asked for big things or even things, right, you know, you want a new relationship, you want a new job, you want more money, you want better health, you want all these things, you know, a new car, you know, friends, social life, opportunities, new business, new clients, all that kind of stuff. When you ask for stuff from a manifesting perspective, in order for it to come, things have to break away. Anything that's not of a vibrational match or a frequency-based match to where you want to go needs to dissipate. And so most people aren't frequency fluent enough to know that. So we have things like eclipses to sort of help to knock out the old, and then it gives way for all the new things. So this is, you know, eclipse season. We have it twice a year in the spring and the fall, and so this, you know, this corridor right now in the spring is like spring planting, right? But in order to plant, you got to till, you have to weed, you have to prepare the soil. So as you're going through this, don't feel like, oh, who's trying to give me, you know, these horrible lessons and these, you know, these bad, um, uh, you know, karma and all this stuff. You know, people use karma. Karma is the, one of the worst words in the vocabulary because now, because everybody who doesn't know anything about energy uses it like it's you know, replacement for the, it's like a, a fancy word for revenge. <laughs> and that's not, that's not the point of karma. It's a totally different show, totally different topic. Too long for what we have to talk about today. But I don't want you to feel like, you know, something's out to get you during these virtual grades and it's in eclipse season, but I want you to see it as kind of an energetic support system for letting go, for releasing. And that's the appropriate thing to do during especially a lunar eclipse or eclipse season and especially a Mercury in retrograde. The Mercury in retrograde is not a time when you're trying to bring in new stuff and manifest and sign contracts. And, you know, it, it's a time where it, it's 
things are more kind of going backwards. So what you're looking at is a little bit tougher with communications with people. Like right now, it's not the time to have that conversation of what are we to the new boyfriend, you know, like, you know, what is this relationship? What's our label and all that? Don't do that. Wait till that's over. You know, if you can hold off with the first kisses, you know, surgeries, always get your medical attention. Don't, you know, but cosmetic surgery, things that are elective, you know, that you don't have to have, you might want to push that off. You don't want to get cosmetic surgery during Mercury retrograde and a Venus in retrograde. A Venus retrograde, too. That's all the beauty energy. So new haircuts, hair color, um, you know, those types of things. Technology, buying um, machinery, of it, cars, dishwashers, you know, appliances, computers, electronics. They kind of get wonked out, um, you know, computers crashing and things. If you have to buy something like that, buy the insurance, okay, buy the extra warranties, you know, kind of counterbalance it a little bit. Um, if you are going to plan a trip, if you can avoid buying your tickets during this time, that would be great. But if you have to, buy your travel insurance because not even nothing, something will happen and you'll need to, you know, either redo reservations or, you know, you just want to have those extra checks and balances. So it's not to be debilitating. And I've learned over the years, because many years ago, I didn't take it so seriously. My whole life would be, you know, I'd be like shaking and counting down the days of the three weeks of Mercury and retrograde. And now I sort of just flow through it. Some are a little bit stickier than others. Um, but if you, you know, I'm going to tell you a few things you can do to sort of mitigate all of that. But just knowing, first of all, part of the mitigation is knowing what to do and what not to do, right? So, Avoid the major purchases, avoid, avoid signing new leases, mortgages, and, and things like that if you can. If not, then definitely get your insurances kind of amped up. Any extra warranties you can get, then get those. And don't freak out if a contract, you know, has to be, like the underwriter goes rogue and you have to do something over again or, you know, something's missing. Or, you know, if you have to get your car repaired, then just, again, checks and balances. And just assume this may, you know, instead of it being like one-time repair, it might be that it goes in and then it comes back and it's not quite right and it has to go back again, it's not quite right. Now, the good thing about marketing retrograde is that even though you'll have issues show up, right behind the issues showing up, if you stay cool, keep your cool. My dad always used to tell me, keep your cool, keep your cool, because I'm a little bit emotional, a little bit, a lot. <laughs> you have to keep your cool, keep your cool. So you got to keep it cool, and the solution will come up right behind it. That's the difference between Mercury and retrograde and, like, real problems. Like, Mercury and retrograde-induced issues are just that, like, issues that are temporary in the moment because of a planetary kind of imbalancing kind of weird frequency, right? A real problem is like something that's been like, you know, downtrodden and you've made all kinds of different choices and that's a whole different thing. But Mercury retrograde stuff is like annoyances and if you can hold steady and then just say, higher self, show me the way, you can call in on someone like Archangel Michael and say, you know, put protection around me let today be a smooth day. Before you leave the house, you want to say, you know what, I'm going to come home happier than I left. That works really well. I do that all the time. I'm going to come home happier than the, you know, when I left. I'm going to come home wealthier than when I left. You know, I'm going to come home um, inspired. Today, I'm going to come home inspired. If you can start to seed your intentions of just how you want to live for the day. Because people get caught up, they think, 
oh, I set intention for, like, these big things. I'm going to have a car and go on a cruise and I'm going to have this honeymoon in Fiji and I'm going to get this wedding gown and I have this many kids and I have these color eyes. <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff, big intentions. Oh, someday I'm going to have, you know, a, a parakeet or whatever, you know, whatever it is. But that is a different kind of intention and it puts things way off in the distance for people because they think, linearly, like, you know, okay, well, that's time and that's space and that's more time and it's going to take more space and I have to wait on that and all that. So those intentions kind of get, like, in a holding pattern. That's really just 3D linearity. That's not the way it is in 5D. Again, another show. We'll talk about that in another show. But in in this case, set, setting intention just for the day is really powerful for tuning in and giving permission to your 5D energy to, to work with you. So set an intention for how you want to feel by the end of the day when you come home. Set an intention of you're going to go and talk to that person that you kind of have some prickly kind of feelings about right now. Maybe you're going through a little bit of a spicy situation with a person. You just say, you know what? I'm just going to diffuse this. I just want to feel like, okay, in harmony. I'm going to feel peace. I'm going to feel more peaceful than when I left. And see how that works. Something super simple, super easy, but really, really more powerful than you think. It doesn't take a lot to move frequency. You know, um, when you have a horse, I have a horse, and when you, when horses can feel a fly on their side and they can wiggle their skin without moving their body or anything, they can feel a little tiny fly that, you know, not even an ounce, and they can, so it's, they, they're really sensitive, and frequency is like that. It doesn't need all the sledgehammering and constant monitoring and constant vision boards and all that to respond. And in fact, when you do a lot of that, you're really, People think they're impregnating the energy with their intention, but what they're impregnating is with fear and anxiety because they're kind of over, you know, overkilling it. Um, okay, so that's the mercury and retrograde. Hot salt bath, energetic hygiene, you know, doing your clearing, doing your cleaning, cleaning out the closet, just making way for the new, that's the time to do it. You know, doing your records, researching. Let's say you have a business and you don't want to launch something right this minute. But you have three weeks to do all your research, to have your meetings, to, you know, work with your, your team, to do your writing, your editing, um, and all that kind of stuff. And then you can do your, like, your, your big fancy launches later. Now, let's say you're already in process with something. Then it doesn't really count, right? This is really for initiating new things. So if you're already in the middle of a launch, you're okay. Don't panic. You're fine. If you're already in the middle of, you know, a relationship, don't panic. You're fine. It's about initiation of, of activity that you want to avoid. So initiating the contract in Mercury and Retrograde, that's when you get, can get a little dicey. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes it's perfectly fine. There's plenty of people kind of go through this. But, they, you know, I, I would say the muggles, the ones who don't, who, have, who, who don't follow anything energetically, they have the hardest time with this because all of this is really for them so that they can kind of keep up. Right? It kind of jacks everybody up to pay attention. The frequency-based people, we kind of already know. Like, okay, you get your calendar out. I know in my business, you know, we're like, okay, where are the Mercury retrogrades? Okay, where are the Venus in retrogrades? Okay, where's the, you know, we do like a whole, you have your, your 3D business calendar. This is what we work on in the academy, things like that. And you have your 5D business calendar. Like, what are the frequency influences alongside of the 3D influences? And actually, we do the frequency influences first. And then we figure out, okay, 3D decisions after frequency. Frequency always precedes 
physicality. All right, so there's that. Now, this new moon, wonderful, wonderful feelings, wonderful feelings about the new moon, and it's really nice that it came at the, at the you know, the, the threshold of these other things, eclipses and Mercury and retrograde, because that softens and that gives you some fresh energy. I know coming off the waxing moon, coming off the, um, the, the waning moon, rather, as the moon is going to dark, those last three days before the new moon, I'm exhausted. And most energetic people are. You just kind of like just want to sleep. You, you can't. You get brain fog. You just, you just feel like you're procrastinating. And then the new moon comes and it's like, oh, here I am. And it's like, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, now I can record this thing. So um, the new moon energy is great for initiating. It is great for working the manifesting corridors because you're going into a waxing moon, which is where the moon is getting bigger and bigger each night. Um, whereas the waning moon is getting smaller and smaller, you're getting less and less moonlight. Our bodies actually need moonlight more than we even need sunlight, so that's, you know, it's important to understand, especially as frequency-based um, beings, that you can have that sort of, you know, lull before the new moon, and things can kind of get a little wonky on the full moon, too. So you just, you know, what I say is you don't have to be dictated by this stuff. I don't follow astrology um, religiously. But you want to, it's just, you know, it's just part of your framework. You know, you sort of integrate it. Nothing rules you. You always have free will. You always have the choice to create, the choice to choose whatever parallel you choose to live in, whatever, you know, field you want to choose. Again, another day, another conversation, another show, another class. But just, just for, for the purposes of this conversation, just being aware of what's going on and you know especially when we kind of have those big things it's kind of like every day is a holiday of some sort somewhere you know pet day hamburger day taco day all that but like we pay attention to like christmas right <laughs> we pay attention to easter fourth of july or in the, in the u.s anyway you know we pay attention to boxing day you know overseas whatever but we don't pay attention to every single little micro thing so it's kind of the same thing. Like you don't have to bog yourself down unless it's your thing. Like if you're an astrologer and numerologist, like that's your thing, that's how you express, that's your purpose, that's your mission, that's, that's your you know, gift, knock yourself out. That's, of course, perfectly fine. But if that's not necessarily your calling and, you know, you want to stay kind of in that frequency autonomy where nothing is, is kind of replaces dogma, because uh, anything can be dogmatic, then you want to pay attention and know, be aware, and weigh it in with everything else that you're feeling and experiencing and that you know how to do so that you kind of create your own toolkit and your own kind of parameters of where you kind of take a, take a step back and where you say, okay, you know what, that, I'm not, I don't really pay attention to that. Right? Some people love feng shui. Some people get crazy with body feng shui and feel completely overwhelmed. You know, so there's all different types of things. Same thing with numerology. All of these things are here because frequency fluency wasn't available. Just like we have big channels and trans channels and all that. Now what's happening, and this is, you know, bringing me to the 5D Academy, now what's happening is we're having everything more personalized. Everything is coming down into like the cell phone level where you have your own version of it for yourself in your own personal hand, in your own DNA. So instead of needing to go to a big trans channel to channel, you know, the great beyond, you can, you, what we're doing now is you're focusing on, we're focusing on personal channeling of your own higher self. 
so yes, there's always going to be a, a purpose for someone like Esther Hicks and Lily Carroll and, and J.C. Knight and all those people because that's big warp material, it's evolutionary material, it, it helps us to evolve as a planet and all of that. But those are more like historians, you know, the Seth, the, the um, Seth work, Edgar Casey work, all of that. But for you, you know, it's like watching ABC News with them and then you answering your own cell phone with your own channel, your own personal channel. So this is a skill set that you're going to see and hear about more and more and more because um, it's, it's, it's important. And you need to be able to go beyond basic tenets of intuition. You need to be able to go beyond the basics of manifesting all these little sort of tentacles that marketing, you know, has done. Whereas, like, you know, you get a little buzzword and then they go off on a whole tear about law of attraction, but they don't tell you all of the different links. If you don't have frequency fluency, that kind of thing kind of, it's like having a toaster, but you just don't plug it into the wall. Right? If you don't know how, how the power source, then you can have all the little trinkets you want, but if they don't plug, they're not plugged in, then they're just, you know, sitting on the kitchen counter looking like, oh, you have a Cuisinart toaster, that's cool, but it doesn't work because it's not plugged in anything. Right? Oh, we have a blender, a waffle, and I have all this stuff, but you can't make breakfast because nothing's plugged in. So that's what happens. And so my, my mission, and this is one of the reasons why I pulled back from all the social media, all the podcasting, all of this, like, kind of big ones, the telesummits, all those things I was doing for, you know, a decade, is I did that piece, and then I pulled in, and I went into my own personal chamber for my own self, and then out of that channeled the 5G Academy. So in the Academy, I really focus on you guys getting completely fluent in your 5D abilities, as fluent as you are in your 3D analytical, logical, you know, uh, walking the earth embodied abilities, we get as fluent in that in our frequency-based abilities as we are in our embodied abilities, and then we integrate the two. So it's not about going off into shishifufu, la-la land, you know, woo-woo. This is about, and I don't even consider it spirituality training, to be honest. I consider it to be frequency-based education. It's not dogmatic. It's not about, it's, it's, it's not about talking to ascended masters or angels or channeling fairies or any of that stuff. This is about you learning about the other portion of you, the vast majority of you, that's frequency-based and how to operate and what all the, the tools and the skills that you have are. So we have three levels in the academy. I added a second level this year because we used to have like kind of the beginner uh, kind of an 8-12, 10-week program and then a year long for the elite mastermind. But in the middle now, we have a level two, which is all about energetic um, 5D alchemy. So it's all the manifesting. We, we do a bucket list. We have a bucket list 300, which is 300 items. So you do a 300-piece bucket list, and we work on that um, over a four-month period. And it's amazing. People are manifesting beach houses and cars and new careers and new jobs and businesses and channeling books and, and all sorts of really fun projects. Um, and we apply all of the frequency um, 5D toolkit and the 5D um, infrastructure, because it 5D runs on a completely different infrastructure than 3D. So 3D is time and space and linearity, and it has all of the negative emotions, blame, shame, guilt, fear, that's all part of 3D infrastructure. 5D does not have time, does not have space, does not have linearity, and does not have negative emotions. Um, so learning how to operate on that infrastructure, that's where all your stuff is. 
And so we, you get to learn all of that and then apply it to this 300-piece bucket list. Now, a lot of people come into energetic work thinking, okay, well, I'm going to go and help other people. But my, I've learned over 35 years of teaching this stuff that if, you don't, if you're not full yourself, it's very hard to help other people without feeling like a martyr or being a martyr. Right? So before we get into the mission-based work and, you know, people figuring out what their calling and all of that stuff is and their passion-based businesses and stuff, which we do in our level three work in the, in the higher elite care masterminds, I, we, it was challenge me, put in level two because this is where people fill up their own cup. You learn about high, medium, and low manifesting of all your own stuff. And that is a game changer. And the key here is that you have learned how to channel conversations with your own higher self. So when you get into that piece of like, okay, I just envisioned this thing. I know I want this thing. But now how do I get it? And when can I have it? And and you kind of go back into three being about it, and then you derail it. This is where when you're fluent in the ability to channel your own higher self, your higher self comes in and says, hey, okay, I need you to do this today. Now, once you do that, I'll give you the next step. And, and, and it'll give you yes answers, no answers. It can help you with all sorts of, you know, next steps to take. What's a divine delay? What's a true delay? When you should stop something? When you should go? You learn how to know, you know, true guidance versus your mental mind kind of getting in the way and trying to orchestrate things and all the different nuances. So that level two program, the prerequisite of level one is that you are already channeling at least a few messages a day from your own higher self, contextual, whether it's in your recorder or on your notebook. And then when you come into the level two program, it's, you know, all systems go with manifesting what you want, but with the structure to actually get it done. Super, super amazing, fun, um, and, you know, powerful, really powerful, like life-changing, game-changing, and it's on the stair steps of um, energetic fluency. So there's five different levels of um, levels to energetic you know, to frequency mastery. I'm not going to go into that now. I'll do a different, I'll do another show, um, probably on a new platform. We'll go deep into what those, you know, different all the way from the basics all the way up to magician level and, and all that. And we'll go through the different phases of this um, and, the, and the kind of the journey to 5D frequency fluency. So we're going to get into all of that in our new, in our new work um, as we go forward. But I just wanted to kind of, let you know what's going on, and this is what we've been we've been doing, and um, just just so much fun, so much good stuff. Um, okay, so if you are interested in getting more information and getting a free training video that I will, you know, email you, um, you can send us an email at support at ahamomentsync.com, and basically you get um, the masterclass training. And if that resonates with you, then we can set up a call to do a frequency assessment, see where your 5D frequency is operating. Now you are born with it. A lot of people are using it in one way or another. This generally until we get to see where you're bubbling up, what's, you know, kind of happening, what's not happening. And then we can decide whether, you know, one of our programs works for you. Um, if it does, it does. If it doesn't, it's fine. So, but, you know, if you want like, to learn more about that, then by all means send us an email. And um, eventually all of us get on the websites and all that, but all that's changing too. So just wanted to, you know, bring that to your attention so you can have that on the radar. 
Um, we're now registering for the fall for the September classes. So there's, you know, special um, tuition rates and stuff that are specifically for, you know, registration now. So if you, like I said, if you're interested, then let me know and we can get you more information. Um, okay, so let me, I'm just checking my notes here. I want to make sure that I talked about, oh, yes. So the three things I think you should try to do to sort of mitigate the energy, so we're back to these, these eclipses and mercury retrogrades and, and all of this. Three things, okay, that I think are a great thing to have in your toolkit. This is what, you know, the kind of stuff I do during this time is the first thing is, and this is going to sound kind of trite, but slow down. This is not the time to go balls to the wall. <laughs> slow down, get methodical. If you're, I'm a big vision person, big picture person, idea person, this is my time to sort of put on my little poindexter hat and go into the trenches and get into the details and slow down. Okay. Yes, you can do your, you know, your journaling and your channeling and your, you know, figuring out your vision and everything, but this is a great time to sort of dot your eyes, cross your T's, get in there, roll up your sleeves, and just do methodical things. It's very, very powerful time. The other thing that you can do, so slow down with one. The other thing is hot salt bath, um, which is a major part of energetic hygiene is taking a hot salt bath. I always use, I use a combination of essence salt, sea salt, and baking soda, fresh box of baking soda in the bath. If you can soak in that for 20 minutes, that's perfect because that is like an aura cleanse. Um, it also gets, uh, you know, rid of heavy metals and all, you know, radiation, all type of things and all that kind of stuff too. But it's really a heavy-duty aura cleanse, and it's perfect for time flies now where you have a lot of spicy energy, um, where people are kind of coming at you differently, you know, there's little flares going. You might be a little bit more low rage. You might have things kind of break in the house and all that kind of stuff just because it's a retrograde time. So the hot salt bath, if you can't do a hot salt bath and soap, then definitely a scrub. Make the same potion that I just said, free salt, essence salt, and baking soda. And um, yeah, baking soda, that's it. And the baking powder is what you bake with, baking soda is what you put in the refrigerator, that, so that. Um, put it in the thing and then just use it like as a scrub. Don't scrub to the point where your you know, skin is falling off. It's more symbolic. So you can put it on your head and down like the chakra, the run of the chakras. Just rub yourself down with it. And the intention is I'm clearing and cleansing both my frequency and my body. That's what you're going to say. I'm clearing uh, and intending to clean both my frequency and my body. And then you'll have that lighter feeling. Do that a few times a week, and that's going to get you through these three weeks very nicely. Um, and then the third thing is really getting out into nature, if you can, and, and trying to expand your own personal consciousness. While you're doing that, you can ask to also cut any emotional cords that are in you from other people. Because right now, during that time, you're, like I said, you, you know, people are firing off, and they might not have that education about frequency, like your, your, you know, your awareness is you know, with this. And so they're going to be, like, reacting. People are more reactive. And so you can, you're up against a little bit more. People can also be more clinging because a lot of times 
You have people come back from their past. You have people kind of leave. You know, there's all kinds of different communication things, you know, coming up. You always try to hold your tongue and you can't, or you always are verbose and you don't want to say anything, you know, all kinds of things. And so cutting your cords is, is a great thing to do. Now, the last thing I'm going to say before I end is if you, and this is not a sponsor, this is not a collab, it's just a resource that I've used in the past that I think is very, very reliable. Um, all of this astrology stuff lands very differently on everybody based on their time of birth and their sign and all that kind of stuff. And so the astrologer who, like, my go-to that if I am going to be an astrology reading, which I maybe read once a year at best, um, that's just me. But the person that I go to if I'm going to do that is Susan Miller. She has a um, site called Astrology Zone. She does not know me. I've I've known of her work and have used her work for a few decades. She's very reliable. I think that if there was anybody who's going to come close to, you know, a good chunk of accuracy when she doesn't have your actual, you know, your own personal chart in front of her but kind of does like a general thing. She works on these things for months, and she really – gets a pretty good cross-section, and she's very renowned. So her name is Susan Miller. She has a, a, a um, site called Astrology Zone. And so if you are happening to have kind of a rough time or you're really curious or you just kind of want to know the lay of the land or how these things are really going to land for you, like she will say, like, okay, this new moon is in Taurus or this solar eclipse is in Aries or whatever. And then if you're born within this part of your sign, you're going to feel it heavier if you're, than if you're born in those days of the sign, you know, that kind of thing. So she kind of, you know, it's kind of like a semi-private, right? Um, it's not like a fortune cookie astrology, but it's not like your personal, you know, charts when you're sitting with an astrologer right in their little laboratory. So I would highly suggest taking a peek at her stuff, astrologyzone.com, if you want to get a little bit more drilled down into how these different part, you know, the eclipses, and she gets into detail about that. She's very has lots of details about Mercury and retrograde, um, new moons, full moons, void of course moons, all the different moon, um, you know, moon stuff. And she's a great resource to have in your resource toolkit. All right, so um, take a peek at her for more, you know, drill down details. Hopefully, you've gotten some good tips today from um, what I've been talking about. I will definitely be sending out, you know, emails about our 5D Academy programs that are coming up and also the new book and the podcast and the social media and all the things that are coming up. But if you would like to reach out and personally so that you can get um, information on any of the things that we talked about, just send me an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com. That's support at ahamomentsinc.com. This stuff is not on my website just yet. We're updating all that stuff. So I expect that all of this will start to kick into gear probably mid-May um, as far as like the big official, you know, podcast launch and the big official, you know, the book will probably be out, um, I'm shooting for September. So but I'll keep you posted on, on all of that and uh, we'll see how that goes, okay? So I am going to see if I can remember what my motto is. <laughs> and, um, okay, let's see. Okay. You truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it, too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Okay, everybody, take care. Have a great rest of your 
Okay. <laughs> Take care. See you soon. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.